Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. following Jesus and he was leading them in that pursuit but from the perspective of of these men who envied them or envied Paul these people were following after Paul and he says they're, they're doing it out of out of out of envy strife it was all an act for them it was it was a pretense their intention was not to build a kingdom for Jesus but to build a kingdom for themselves That was their focus. How do you spot a fake? It's not always easy when it comes to those who claim to be believers. Many fake Christians even have themselves deceived. In today's message, Pastor Robert is going to walk through some of the warning signs of someone who is misusing our faith as a means of serving themselves. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Remember, Paul wrote this letter from prison, and um, he was writing it to a group of people that he cared about, a group of people that he loved, people he knew well, he'd spent a good bit of time with them. But he was in, in a Roman jail as he wrote it, And apparently he was hearing about uh, a group of people who were gathering quite a following for themselves. And it seems the way this is written that maybe the Philippians were concerned about it and and brought it to his attention that these people were, um, and some Bible scholars believe it was the Judaizers. You, You remember we talked about them, the Pharisees. Jewish leaders who had come to the conclusion that Jesus was the Messiah, but they really hadn't put their faith in him. Um, what they, they were teaching that Jesus was the Messiah, but, if, but uh, you know, if, if you want to become a Christian, if you want to know that you're going to go to heaven when you die, you, you, you first have to convert to Judaism. You, you have to keep the law. You have to be circumcised. You, you have to become Jewish before you can follow the Jewish Messiah. And Paul said, no, no, no. Salvation is by grace through faith. It's not, you know, we, we could never keep the law perfectly. And, you know, we could never earn our way um, to salvation. And, you know, we couldn't do it before. We can't do it now. And, and, and there was this little, you know, actually it was a major point of contention between the Judaizers and and Paul, and Paul makes it clear that he did not consider them to be Christian. He didn't, didn't consider them to be believers, but they were proclaiming the name of Christ. And so as we look at this in verse 15, he says, some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, some also from goodwill. The former preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chains but the latter out of love, knowing that I'm appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense 
or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this I rejoice, yes, and I will rejoice. Now, three things I want us to look at from this passage as we consider what he's talking about. The first one is the pretentious preachers. That's point one of three. He's, he's talking about preachers who are insincere. They're, they're men who are proclaiming Jesus to be the Messiah, not out of, not out of goodwill, he says, but out of selfish motives. It, it's, it's all a sham. They're not sincere. They don't have a pure heart. They're, 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 yes, they're proclaiming Jesus, but they're doing it because they envied Paul. Now, how could they envy Paul? I mean, the guy's in prison. What's to envy? Well, even in prison, he had a following. From their perspective, there were a lot of people following Paul. From Paul's perspective, they were following Jesus, and he was leading them in that pursuit. But from the perspective of, of these men who envied them, or envied Paul, these people were following after Paul. And he says they're, they're doing it out of, out of, out of envy strife. It was all an act for them. It was, it was a pretense. Their intention was not to build a kingdom for Jesus, but to build a kingdom for themselves. That was their focus. And we know that because in verse 16, when Paul said they preached from selfish ambition, the Greek word that he used there, um, when you look at the Dictionary, the Greek dictionary, it, it says it, it, it means intrigue. Warren Wiersbe, in writing about it, said it, it means um, that, that they were on a campaign for supporters. The passage here, though, what, what Paul is talking about, these who proclaim Christ from envy, self-seeking, selfish ambition, strife, you know, it, it brought to mind Absalom, King David's son. Look with me at 2 Samuel chapter 15. 2 Samuel 15, we see a picture of the son of the king, Absalom. We're told, now Absalom would rise early and stand beside the way to the gate. The the city gate was where the important decisions were made. It's where the people would come if they had complaints or disputes that they needed someone to mediate between them and another party or something. and if they had a lawsuit or that kind of thing. And so Absalom would rise early and go stand beside the way to the gate. So it was whenever anyone who had a lawsuit came to the king for a decision that Absalom would call to him and say, what city are you from? And he would say, your servant is from such and such a tribe of Israel. Then Absalom would say to him, look, your your case is good and right, but there's no deputy of the king to hear you. You you got to, listen, man, you got a great case. I understand you really, you've been wronged, but unfortunately... There's nobody here to take care of you. There's no king doesn't have anybody here to, to listen to you. Then Absalom would say to him, look, moreover, Absalom would say, oh, that I were made judge in the land. And everyone who has any suit or cause would come to me. Then I would give him justice. So it was whenever anyone came near to bow down to him, that he would put out his hand and take him and kiss him. In this manner, Absalom acted toward all Israel who came to the king for judgment. So Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. You see, he positioned himself in that place so that people who were coming and and seeking something from the king would encounter him. And then he would say to them, listen, I I wish there was something that could be done for you, but unfortunately the king doesn't have have anybody here to to, to take care of you. Now now remember in, in Israel, before the time of the kings, David... His father, uh, Absalom's father David, was only the second king in the history of Israel. 
The first one was King Saul. Prior to that, there were only judges. The ruler of the land was referred to as the judge of Israel until Israel cried out and said, we want a king like everybody else. And so Absalom is saying, if I were the judge, in other words, if I were the one in charge here, you'd be taken care of. I'm so sorry that nothing can be done for you. And then when they would, when they would bow down to him to show him deference as the son of the king, he wouldn't let them do it. He would pretend he didn't want that. See, he would, he would lift them up and give them a big hug and kiss them on the cheek and tell them, I'm so sorry. There's, the, the king doesn't have anybody here to help. I would help you if I could, you understand. And the Bible says he stole the hearts of the men of Israel. Stole their hearts from who? From the king, from his father. So his concern wasn't genuine. It wasn't sincere. It was all pretense. And Paul says these people, yeah, they're proclaiming Jesus, but it's all pretense. They don't care about Jesus. They don't care about you. They're looking to build themselves a following. It's a campaign for supporters. That's all it is, pure and simple. It's amazing to me that this was already going on right after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You know, there were still people alive who had witnessed the resurrection of Christ. I mean, imagine that. They're already fakers right after the resurrection. Do you understand it's worse today than it was then? And as we look at this, one of the things that we want to look at is how do you spot a faker? How can you tell? You know, we talked in a previous study about the need to exercise discerning love and loving discernment. Well, we're still kind of on that same track here. We need to be discerning. You know, just because we're a Christian and and we're mandated to love others as He has loved us, it doesn't mean that, that we're supposed to be you know, gullible, foolish. No, no, no. We need to be wise. We need to be discerning. We need to be loving in our discernment, but we need to be discerning. And one of the things we need to be discerning about is pretentious preachers, fakes, fraudulent ministers that are not ministers at all. They're serving themselves and their whole focus is self, building for themselves a kingdom. You need to be able to to spot people like that because it's worse today than it was in Paul's day. You know, We had this happen here a few years ago, here at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. And if I had been more mature at the time, I think I would have spotted it a little bit earlier. I think I would have recognized it before it did as much damage as it did, because it did some damage. Thanks for joining us today for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing. Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30. Then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. We also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of Philippians. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. 
That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. That's questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of Philippians and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio. Radio.